Unconditional self-worth is the antidote to low self-worth. Unconditional self-worth is a way out of self-criticism, shame, and unhealthy behavior. It is a way out of depression, anxiety, and substance abuse. Here we go. And welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. So this week, it's all about talks that will take a deep dive into the topic of self-love and how we can start to create and practice ways to really reconnect with ourselves, which I think is hugely important because there's so many things nowadays that distract our attention that we barely make time for ourselves. So Today, we have a new feature speaker making her debut on the show to talk all about self-worth. Her name is Dr. Adia Gooden. She's a Stanford, DePaul, and Northwestern alumna, a SoCal native who currently resides and practices in Illinois. Her passion is helping people cultivate unconditional self-worth. So give it up for clinical psychologist, Dr. Adia Gooden. Enjoy. Let me share what I've learned with you in the hopes that you'll join me on this journey to unconditional self-worth. You may be wondering if this is just another talk on self-esteem. No. Self-worth is distinct from self-esteem. Our self-esteem is derived from our abilities, accomplishments, social positions, and things we believe we can achieve. We can bolster our self-esteem by improving our skills or performance. And our self-esteem goes up and down depending on how we're doing in various aspects of our lives. In contrast, unconditional self-worth is distinct from our abilities and accomplishments. It's not about comparing ourselves to others. It's not something that we can have more or less of. Unconditional self-worth is the sense that you deserve to be alive to be loved and cared for, to take up space. As a clinical psychologist, I believe that pervasive low self-worth is a root cause of mental illness. And over the last decade, we've seen a rise in mental illness throughout the U.S. and the world. According to the World Health Organization, depression is the leading cause of ill health and disability worldwide. Think about that for a moment. The leading cause of illness and disability is not diabetes, physical injury, or cancer. The leading cause of ill health and disability throughout the world is depression. Additionally, According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, 40 million people over the age of 18 suffer from anxiety disorders. That's almost five times the number of people living in New York City. Low self-worth can lead to anxiety and depression. It can lead people to opt out of life and numb out on drugs and alcohol, even attempt suicide, 
because the pain of feeling unworthy is too much to bear. I have sat with hundreds of students at one of the top universities in the country, and when we explore their concerns and dig to the root, we often find that they are struggling with a deep sense of unworthiness. So how did we get here? How do we get to a place where so many of us struggle with low self-worth, a place where more and more people are living with mental illness and addiction? I believe there are many factors that cause us to feel this way. Advertisements tell us that we need to buy things to be loved, accepted, or to succeed. Our educational system teaches us that our worthiness as students is based on our grades or test scores. Our parents may have implied that they'd love us more if we made the honor roll or the varsity team. Those of us who have experienced abuse, sexual assault, and trauma may question our personhood and very right to exist. And as social media pervades our lives, we have begun to feel that our worthiness is based on the number of followers we have and likes we get. Whatever the cause, for many of us, our self-worth is tied to our accomplishments and possessions. And as soon as we fail or lose approval, we experience low self-worth. Unconditional self-worth is the antidote to low self-worth. Unconditional self-worth is a way out of self-criticism, shame, and unhealthy behavior. It is a way out of depression, anxiety, and substance abuse. It is time for us to base our worth on the fact that we are human to cultivate a worth that persists even when life does not go as we hoped. So what keeps us from cultivating unconditional self-worth? Some people may fear that if they get too satisfied with themselves, they won't be motivated to grow and change. Others may feel that accepting themselves as worthy would be arrogant. And some may simply believe that feeling worthy is impossible. I often wonder what the world would look like if we all cultivated unconditional self-worth. What would you find the courage to do if you knew you were worthy? What would you dare to dream if your self-worth wasn't at stake? What would you stop doing if you knew you were already worthy? I believe people would resolve conflicts without violence, that more people would dare to do amazing things. I believe that if our self-worth wasn't on the line, the world would look a lot better and more peaceful for all of us. Now that's a reimagining worthy of our consideration. So how do we make this vision real? Cultivating unconditional self-worth is an ongoing practice. Here are four ways you can begin to feel more worthy, starting right here, right now. First, forgive yourself. Many of us struggle to feel worthy because we are angry with ourselves about past mistakes. 
Forgiveness involves acknowledging and accepting what has happened. Acceptance releases us from blaming ourselves and others and allows us to move forward. To forgive yourself, reflect on the circumstances that led to past mistakes, acknowledge the pain you experienced, and identify what you learned from the situation. Then say to yourself, I forgive you in an honest and kind way. Second, practice self-acceptance. I think many of us struggle with low self-worth because we think there's something wrong with us and we refuse to accept ourselves the way we are. We receive so many messages that we are not okay the way we are. We're told that we need to change our bodies, our clothes, our jobs, even our personalities to be acceptable. See if you can let go of the thoughts you have about how you think you should feel, look, and be different. Instead, focus on the things you like about yourself. And over time, begin to embrace your quirks, your awkward laugh, your crooked smile, your unusual way of thinking about things. Through this acceptance, you are acknowledging that you are worthy just the way you are. Step three, be there for yourself when life gets rough. I think many of us abandon ourselves during times of challenge. We engage in harsh self-criticism, which only leaves us feeling worse. And what we need most when we are going through a difficult time is for someone to say, I see you. I see how badly you're hurting. I'm here. And we can do this for ourselves. The next time you experience emotional pain, acknowledge how you are feeling and offer yourself some comfort. Place your hand on your chest or give yourself a hug and say something kind and soothing to yourself. Finally, connect to supportive people. Low self-worth can leave us feeling isolated and alone. And when we think there's something wrong with us, we tend to pull away from our relationships. And this isolation only exacerbates our feelings of unworthiness. Knowing that we are not alone in our struggles and pain reminds us that challenges do not make us unworthy. Connecting to supportive people helps us to get in touch with our humanity and our sense of worth. This journey to unconditional self-worth is not always easy. The path is not straight or smooth and you'll face setbacks along the way. I certainly have. It takes courage to free yourself from the conditions you've placed on your worth. The process of forgiveness can be messy. It can be scary to accept ourselves as we are. Being there for ourselves can put us face to face with emotional pain and connecting to others can make us feel vulnerable. And I'm here to tell you that this journey is beautiful and worth taking. 
on this journey, you will find strength, be grounded in your humanity, and know that you are worthy. So I challenge you to embrace yourselves and begin living from a place of worthiness to find your metaphorical dance floor and move freely. Big thanks to Dr. Adia Gooden for stopping by to share some tips with us so we can begin to start our own practice of self-worth. You can connect with her by visiting her website, dradiagooden.com, and download her free ebook titled Four Practices to Cultivate Unconditional Self-Worth. You can also follow her on Instagram at Dr. Adia Gooden. It's spelled D-R-A-D-I-A-G-O-O-D-E-N. But I'll leave a link to everything I just mentioned along with the link to the entire talk in the show description. So uh, when you get a chance, please subscribe and follow the show on your favorite podcast player app or share this episode if you feel it can be helpful to others. And it's uh, pretty much a wrap for me. I'll see you back here Wednesday when we have Lisa Nichols back on the show to talk more about this week's topic of self-love. So until then, stay strong. Later.